Tune in for something different. Have you ever wondered what life is like without social media? Well, you found the right podcast. I'll be sharing what life is like without using Twitter or Instagram. I'll be talking about what I come across, curiosities, conversation and living without social media. This means no Instagram stories, no posting on the grid or composing a tweet. I'm Gem Swallow. Welcome to Cracky Gems Podcast, No Socials. Hello and welcome to Cracky Gems Podcast, No Socials. I'm Gem Swallow. How are you? If you're new here or if you're another listener, thank you for pressing play. Thank you for being with me for another week. And um, I hope that you find this podcast interesting. <laughs> I'm judging by my statistics that you guys are. And I know that this series is a subject that maybe a few people might be interested in, but haven't taken the leap themselves. So to you, the one or more people that are pressed play on this, thank you and I really appreciate that. So, in this week's episode, as I alluded to in last week's episode, I am going to be talking about... Social media. That was supposed to be a drum roll, but I should I should have done that, but it just went out the window pretty fast for me. Let's share it again. Forget it. Alright. We're gonna be talking about social media and comparison. So this is something it's not a new thing, is it? I mean most people compare themselves to other people on that app. Whether you use any social media, to be honest, I think that it's it's a normal, if you can use that word, it's normal, isn't it? If you are seeing other people on your timeline, on your newsfeed, comparison is going to take place. So, for me, I was noticing that, you know, I felt stuck in a rut. That's what I felt. I felt like I was dealing with the same stuff for more than a year in my head and I don't know about you I I say it quite often especially when I'm talking to my loved ones or you know I think I've said it on the podcast life in general when you're dealing with stuff there's a beginning there's a middle and there's an end so when you're dealing with stuff mentally it doesn't even have to be big or traumatic it can be something small but you know that there's a problem you're trying to figure out if like how the solution is going to come about if there's anything you can practically do to find a solution and then you go about doing the solution and then you find that you know you turn the corner with whatever it is that you're dealing with so for me when I was using Instagram in particular Twitter there was a little bit more sense of community on there people were I think they said two different platforms but for me what I found was especially on Instagram I'm a visual person, it's true. I prefer, I like pretty things. I like, I'm, I'm visually, I like visual stuff. And so I was more in tune with Instagram. I like the fact that you can create stuff on there. To me, that was really, that was kind of like what I was using it for, to be honest, creation. And the one thing that I noticed was that because I have health conditions too, and no two days are the same with those. And 
my health conditions, of course, if you have pain or fatigue, it's going to make your mental health that bit, well, it's going to be a bit of a struggle. I wouldn't say it's going to like be, you're not going to go to a dark place and think, how am I going to crawl out of this dark hole? It isn't that severe. It's not that directly linked. It's more along the fact of, for example, this very morning, I woke up and the weather here has been a real nightmare. So to, here's a comparison. This will be an interesting one. Okay, so the weather here has been a box of frogs. And it's humid. The humidity is off the charts. It's humid, but it won't stop raining. Where we're supposed to be having, at best, a little heat wave or, you know, the shorts. About, I mean, my goodness, the shorts are meant to be coming out at this time. The temperatures are there. They're, they showed up. But the weather itself, not so much. And so for me, I noticed that my neck, because I have fatigue, you know, I have something called chronic fatigue syndrome, my neck and my head, and lately my endometriosis has been affected. And so trying to deal with your health directly, trying to like manage that and trying to do life as well, it's a little bit difficult. It's, it's, it's a juggling act. And one thing I noticed is that when I was on social media, so when I woke up the first thing in the morning, my phone does not go in my bedroom. I, <laughs> the only time that does is when I have to set an alarm for something, and even then it makes me feel a bit weird, but my phone does not go in my bedroom. However, when I get up and I make my way downstairs and I go about my morning, preparing for my morning, I used to check. Instagram. It was the very first app that I opened. I don't know why. I think it was more along the lines of you wanted to have that interaction to see if anyone's listening to the podcast or I guess that's what it's programmed to do, isn't it? It's a program to keep you coming back. So I would check my Instagram and then if I was having like if I woke up and had a stiff neck or I was feeling have like fatigue or I felt a bit of a dizzy head coming then I noticed it by the time it got to the part of the morning where I was going to dress myself, you know, and that part, that's when the low mood and the feeling of worthlessness really set in. And I couldn't understand why. I couldn't understand, like, literally I would be... (laughs) I did not make the connection. I guess it took for me to make a, like take a step back away from it for me to actually make the connection and think, oh, and it isn't until I think this past weekend just gone that I noticed there was a new symptom. And I was like, oh my goodness, that's a new symptom that I didn't even realise until I took a step back from something that's practically in your face. So what I noticed was that when I was looking, I'm going to use Instagram here because that was the main one that I felt... Um, the trigger, I guess you could say. So when I would tune into my Instagram, I would be bombarded with people that would, I mean, like I said, people use it for different things, but, you know, outfit of the days or glimpses of their life, glimpses of their surroundings. And I think what it was, where I live, I have lived here since the age of six. So where I live, 
there aren't many green spaces there's not many places you can go and have a bike ride there's not many places that you can go and be in awe visually of your surroundings i live in a place that's pretty residential and we have like i've mentioned it on the podcast before we have kind of two communities going on within one we have a school one end and we have a hospital the other and so with that it's basically concrete there's not many green spaces and when you are trying to make your way in the world as someone that has health conditions for example it's difficult because in a way you feel your path isn't the same as those that are on social media so when you see people that might be potentially buying a house or you know um working full-time or whatever it is by comparison when you look at yourself and you think god you know i I really am not moving i'm not doing anything i'm the chief of the matter when you take a step back you are you are moving but no one you're not looking at your own journey in the same way you're looking at someone else's because it's your own perception so what i i was trying to find more of a balancing act so for me for every one person on my grip you know the main news feed on instagram that i saw i would be looking at my own documentation on instagram i'd be looking at my own grid i'd be looking at <laughs> all this stuff i was on instagram for four years so i was looking at all the different stuff i have completed during that time all the little milestones and then it, it kind of showed me that the way in which i used it i didn't share all those milestones because how i chose to use instagram i didn't share every little thing i was thinking so i use it for basically promotion now really i think what it is is because when i was growing up i have a natural i guess I said in the, I don't know who I was saying it to this week actually, I think I was talking to my mum, we were talking about something and I said, and also to my other half, and I, we were having very similar conversations and I was saying that usually you have in you a skill or an ability and it's something that you are drawn to. For me, I have always been drawn to marketing and promotion. I remember when I was a kid, I was fascinated by the radio and the adverts you hear on the radio. When I got older, I when I went to college, I did a qualification in marketing and leisure and tourism. And then I kind of I went on to do another qualification in running a business from home. And they've all kind of been all interconnected. And when I look back on my own usage of social media the majority of it has been marketing and promotion and i couldn't understand why for me when i looked out my window i was faced with lack of opportunities because to me well i live with health conditions and by society's very definition of that you're kind of on a scrap heap that's how it appears it's not the reality of it it's not but there's a misconception that you are and what I discovered is that I couldn't get past that there have been many a time 
And I'm being completely honest, there have been many a time when I've had late night chats with my other half and I say, I can't get past this. Like, I feel as though, you know, I'm in a different land to other people. Like, my life isn't moving in a different direction. It, I'm basically just stunted. I'm not moving anywhere. And it wasn't until when I looked at my own usage and I thought, well, I am. I'm just not documenting it the same way other people are. And even then, people can fake that stuff. It doesn't mean it's happening. And what I came to realise is, for example, this morning, I had this realisation before hitting record on the, po- on, on the tablet for this podcast. I woke up and last night I had quite a stiff neck. It was very painful. And I thought, okay, there's something causing this. I thought, it can't be something I've eaten because it's not that kind of a migraine. And it hadn't really turned into migraine territory. But I think it was on the weekend I noticed a new symptom. And I was aware of it. And I thought, okay, I would not have seen that had I been glued to washing other people's lifestyles. And since coming off of social media, I haven't used it at all. I haven't... (laughs) I remember, here's here's a little bit of a disclaimer for you, okay? So, if you are new here or an avid listener, then I have had, um, here's a little bit of like, (laughs) so, for example, I have had celebrities on the podcast that I've interviewed, and one of them has been Robson Green. And so, back in January, I have Robson on the podcast and we talked about a new tv show that him and a fellow actor james murray is going to be doing and so if you haven't checked out this that episode i'll try and find it and i'll link it hopefully in the show notes so you can listen to it if you so wish and i kept on thinking here's the thing a little bit of disclaimer i kept on dreaming now i'm going to make a right world tit of myself here but in the spirit of honesty I have to do this. So, <laughs> right. Okay. I kept on dreaming. Now, face to face, I have not met Robson Green. I haven't. We've chatted on the phone and, you know, we have a rapport and I actually haven't met him face to face. And so I, <laughs> I say that. I've seen him on TV, but <laughs> just digging myself a hole here. But <laughs> I kept on dreaming I was having a face-to-face conversation with Robson and that we were talking about, you know, what we were up to. And so I was saying to my other half, I kept on dreaming about Robson Green. I said, not like that. Don't worry, not like that. (laughs) But I kind of had this one, like, I kept on having conversations with him. And so because I'm not on social media anymore, and because I'm not communicating via DMs anymore, I had to contact him in a different way via another avenue. And it's so interesting because when you don't use social media, it's so, when you draw, everything has a comparison. Everything in life has a comparison because you've got to know what the good and the bad is, right? The comparison to good is bad. The comparison to night is day. Everything has a comparison. If you can, it's like your brain's wired to see it. We're wired to see danger and whether everything's okay. And 
What I have found interesting is to me, so far, it has been of a benefit. So I wrote down a few things and really all of this stuff, and I'm going to sound quite like, I don't mean to sound preachy, I hope that what I'm saying can connect, but all of this stuff that I was looking at on social media, it made me feel a bit, ugh, it's not there anymore. In fact, I'm drawing comparisons on my past self. So I'm drawing comparisons on how and why I use social media and how and why it made me feel a certain way compared to now. So when, especially in my health, because that to me is something, it's a daily ongoing, it's a part of management, right? So for me, I have had many a conversation with my nearest and dearest about how I felt about myself, you know, and I've kept, like, I felt low or like I've been stuck or like, I don't know, worthless or because of how my health is and people haven't, people don't really talk about their health all that much. I have kind of thought, okay, then it's me. When I look on social media, people are talking about what they watch, like, on TV or, I don't know, <laughs> people like to pick things apart a lot, don't they? I found that on Twitter, people like to spread a lot more negativity than positivity. Or there's a certain way you do things. On Instagram, it's based more on how you look. So, if you, I kind of felt like when I was using social media, especially Instagram, how I dressed, I felt like I had to be, I had to look a certain way. You are judged on that. You are. You're judged, um, do you show too much skin? Are you showing enough skin? Are you showing little skin? Am I being too out there? Am I showing enough pictures of myself? For me, the way I was using it was more about building up a podcast and building up a brand. Well, like, I am the face of Quirky Gems. It's me. It's my personality. So for me, I was like, okay, I'm trying to show what who I am, what I'm into. But I noticed that you judge on how you look. By comparison on the world offline, not so much. You can go down your local high street or you can go into a local shop. Hardly anyone looks at you. They're too busy doing what they're doing. They're too busy... I don't know, in a, an aisle in a shopping supermarket with a, a trolley, they're too busy doing what they're doing than looking at you online. And I find that, I think, it's definitely, there's a specific age demographic that seems to do this. Now, I don't know about you, where you live. Hanging it is young people, in particular, are glued to their phone. Older people from specifically, say, 40 upwards, so, so much on. Now, where I, <laughs> I can only speak from my own personal experience, but for me, when I go out and about my local community, since coming away from social media, I do feel more like I'm connected to my community. I feel like there's a space there. I feel like I have a space within it that's just for me. And online, it seems more about 
shouting the loudest to get seen and heard. Online, it kind of is more about a popularity contest, about how you look, how you present yourself. What well, is like it's shiny object syndrome. It's more about the latest thing. So <laughs> when I kind of draw a comparison between online and offline, for me, I've just found it's been a lot better for me mentally and physically offline. I think one of the things is physically. I take more notice of what's happening in my body because that's the only thing I've got. It's the only thing I'm walking around with. So if I'm in pain, I act on it quicker. I'm not more interested in what's happening on my device. If I want to go out, it might take me a little while to kind of build up the energy and do it, but I can do it. If I want to plan something, sure, you know, my health still gets me down, but it's not, it doesn't actually have more of a lingering effect. So if I can draw a comparison, with my health when I was online, it was more about, okay, I was spending so much time trying to gauge a community I really didn't fit into, whereas offline, I already had the community. Offline, I was already understood. And everything, I'm going to be talking about this in far more detail coming up, but what I found curious about it was that there is a distinct difference. And I am going to be talking about this in an upcoming episode. So that's something to really, really keep an eye out for. One thing I have noticed, because online it's not all de- it's not all kind of doom and gloom, it's not all targeted to online is like a negative space. Some people do get a lot out of it. But what I notice that while I'm not online so much, I am looking at things to fill that void. It's natural. Your brain wants something because you're getting something out of being online, right? What I have noticed is that daytime TV for me is kind of more of a it takes social media and it expands it now when i look at online content creation for example podcasts or youtube videos for me that's a lot more wired into what we might actually be interested in because we're seeking it out if you're on youtube it's more about if you have liked a video you might like this or they're kind of I don't know, they obviously have an algorithm on there, and that's in tune because they have advertising, but the algorithm is more in tune with what you're actually interested in. Online TV, I think that's why I've always had like an issue with it, because it's promoting something. It's like social media, but on a wider spectrum. You're promoting things that you wouldn't otherwise seek out, but on daytime TV in particular, there's nothing that you can, it's, it's so weird because TV is set up where you can record things, you can watch it back later. But for me, what I want to find, I have to wait for in a different day. For example, for me, I'm into creative programs like The Great British Sewing Bee. Now, if you don't know what that is, it's a TV program where a lot of contestants week in, week out, are set challenges and they have to sew. And... Every week, someone's eliminated, but it's something that you can watch on your own or as a family. And you're watching these contestants grow. You're watching them gain confidence. They, you know, they might 
have a weakness in some areas of sewing and a strength in others and they have made some measure challenges they have where you have rewear reuse recycle where they have something and they make it into something else and every week that's on but it's only on one day and I would much rather tune in for something like that than what is on daytime TV but it is the only thing available and I think that is maybe where TV programs are going a little bit wrong so I think that's one thing I've noticed especially daytime TV they refer to social media quite a lot hashtag this hashtag that and if you're not using social media or it just doesn't appeal to you it's like, oh, okay, you kind of can know exactly what's going on there by how they mention it. But for me, that is one thing that I try my best to look for other forms of entertainment. So, if I were to round this up and look at comparisons, when I was on social media, the comparisons were more about what I was lacking. What I felt was lacking, and it seemed to be that Whatever was driving me to keep on using it in this way, it was feeding this monster. It seemed to be feeding it and making me feel absolutely naff. Since then, coming off of line and spending more time being aware on an offline space, I've looked more at goals and plans. So I've looked more at where I'd like to go, what I'd like to do. I'm kind of already doing it, but you know, expanding it, making plans. Um, I'm looking at content creation. So I'm looking at what I enjoy doing and expanding on that. So it's an interesting one because when people talk about social media in comparison, for me, it's more about the same topics of what's already covered, you know, how you look or how you differ from someone else. But I do think it goes deeper. I just think some people aren't ready to look at that yet. So, I came off of it primarily because it made me feel absolute naff. I was comparing to people I didn't know in real life. I knew of them, I knew of their lifestyle, but I knew a little bit of a fraction. I only knew what they shared. And I found I was comparing myself to that format. But it made me feel so naff, I thought, I've got to come off of this. And it was more along the lines of, when I was on it, I felt stuck. To me, I'm more about a person that wants to find a solution. So if I feel stuck, I want to be, okay, let's change gear and come off of it. Since making that decision, and this is the third week, I've noticed that I'm trying my best to be easier on myself by comparison. Because I'm comparing myself not to other people anymore, but my past self as to where I've come from. So to me, that would appear to be a lot more beneficial. So when you think about social media in comparison, what do you think about? Do you think about how other people have it better off than you do? Or do you think about something else? So something that has been interesting is that I'm still very creative. I'm still wanting to be creative. It's just, what would this weather have the energy to do so? So, right now, I think it was yesterday, me and my other half were talking about 
the fact that I have had an endometriosis flare-up. We were talking about perhaps an episode on that. And I'm also wearing something at the moment. I'm gonna, don't worry, it's not like that. But (laughs) I just took it into a very dangerous place. But I'm wearing something at the moment that I'm hoping to do a review on. Especially now that the summer is coming, when it eventually gets here. And uh, yeah, so this was social media and comparison. I hope it made sense. Maybe it resonated with you. And uh, if so, there's one way of letting me know. There is. Tune in again next week. That would be absolutely amazeballs. So, (laughs) thank you so much for listening. I am Gem Swallow. You've been a pleasure to talk to. Thank you for pressing play. Same time next week? Same time? Yeah, grab a cuppa. Shoot the breeze. Sounds like a plan. I'm Jam Swallow and this is Quirky Jam's podcast, No Socials. Thank you for listening to Quirky Jam's podcast, No Socials. If you like this episode, why not subscribe to never miss a future episode? And why not leave a review? Chat again next week? Catch you then. <laughs>